Thank you for joining the Dark Light Podcast. Here at the Dark Light Podcast, you will find information about the absolute truth. Hang on tight as we go to discover the light in the darkness. First Kings chapter 18 verse 21 Elijah went before the people and said How long will you waver between two opinions If the Lord is God follow him But if Baal is God follow him but the people said nothing. First Kings chapter 18 verse 38 and 39. Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the sacrifice, the wood, the stones, and the dust, and it licked up the water in the trench. When all the people saw this, they fell face down and said, The Lord, He is God. The Lord, He is God. 1 Kings 18, verse 40. Then Elijah ordered them, Seize the prophets of Baal. Do not let a single one escape. So they seized them, and Elijah brought them down to the Kishon Valley and slaughtered them there. Joshua 24, verse 15. And Joshua said to the people, But if it doesn't please you to worship Yahweh, choose for yourselves today the one you will worship, the gods your fathers worshipped beyond the Euphrates River, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you now are living. As for me and my family, we will worship Yahweh. History has a way of repeating itself. Time and time again, nations, people, rise, and nations and people fall. And with each of these passings, an integral part of the rise and fall is wrapped up in the spiritual perspective of the nation. We like to think that 
in this modern age in which we live. Our success and our failure is devoid of spiritual perspective. We use spirituality and hence religions as a cloak to make ourselves either feel better or look better. That's all it really is. In the modern world, many of us use science as a way to explain our disastrous fall from grace. There is a rise and a fall to nations. You can't be king of the hill forever. And in this biblical scenario, the same thing is happening. The people decided to forget about the truth and the true way and the true God. And it got so bad that finally the prophet of God had to challenge the people and had to challenge the false prophets of Baal, sometimes referred to as Baal, on Mount Carmel. And he challenged them to a duel, but not just any duel. This was a duel between gods. And Elijah proposed that the true God would send down fire from heaven to prove that he was in fact the true God. And of course the prophets of Baal agreed. And so they spent all day cutting themselves and trying to make fire come down from heaven and burn their sacrifice. But it didn't work. And by the end of the day, Elijah said, enough is enough. And he gathered the people around the altar of the true God, Yahweh. And he poured water over the sacrifice so that it filled up a ditch around the altar. So there was no way that anyone could say Elijah somehow played a trick and somehow lit the fire himself. And then Elijah the prophet, the prophet of Yahweh God, prayed. And before he could finish his prayer, fire came down from God out of heaven and consumed the sacrifice. 
but it also consumed the stones and it licked up the water in the ditch and then it chased the people off the mountain and consumed the dust let me be perfectly clear America is in the crossroads. America once the chosen nation of Yahweh God is now choosing Baal the God of darkness. Not only are Satanist accepted as a religion within the military of the United States, but the Church of Satan is a legal nonprofit organization. And during the Obama presidency, an actual replica of the temple of Baal, the gate was erected in front of the Capitol building. So that the spirit of Baal, otherwise known as the God of Baal, could enter into the chambers of the United States government. You think I'm making this up? Google it. It's everywhere. The pictures, the stories, the calculations, the precise measurements of how this temple gate was erected in the United States Capitol. It's all there. The diplomats, the congressmen, congresswomen, senators make no bones about it. They have chosen to worship Baal. So this story in the Bible is very pertinent today because we stand at the crossroads and you're going to have to choose. Choose you this day whom you will serve. This was a building on a past reference in the book of Joshua where Joshua challenged the people once they had crossed the Jordan River into the new promised land full of giants and he said to them if serving Jehovah doesn't seem like something you want to do 
doesn't seem right to you, then you choose whatever gods you want. Choose the gods of the Egyptians, or you can choose the gods of the Amorites in whose land you're now living, which God, Jehovah God, gave to you. And he destroyed your enemies in front of your very face. You choose. But for me and my house, my family, Joshua said, we will serve Yahweh. In many English translations, we see the phrase Lord God. But when the word Lord is capitalized as capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D, it's making a reference to a name for God that is very specific. And that name has the initials of I, H, V, H, the four-lettered tetragrammatron of the Hebrew language. Let me be clear. When you see the word Lord God used specifically in the Old Testament of the Holy Bible, it's not just any God. It's not just any Lord. It is specific to Yahweh, Jehovah, Lord God. The transliteration of I-H-V-H becomes confusing in the English language because the translators haven't been careful to always translate I-H-V-H transliterally into the same word because they add different vowels in between the consonants. But the translators are consistent in letting you know that when you see the phrase Lord God, it's not referring to just any God. It's not referring to some pagan God, some non-existent stone God, some God of the Egyptians, or of the Romans, or of the Greeks, but rather this is the one true creator God. Let me be clear. Today, you have to choose. Who are you going to follow? The God of the Amorites? The God of the pagans? The God of the Egyptians? The Greek gods? The Roman gods? The American gods of science, politics, nonsense? 
Are you going to follow the true creator God? That is the question. The God model that you choose to follow will either bring you eternal life or will bring you to eternal destruction. Choose carefully. There is no other time to choose. The Bible is very clear. Choose ye this day whom you will serve. Don't do it tomorrow. Don't do it next week. Don't do it next year. Do it today. Do it now. Why is it so important? Because the world is in a crossroads. The world is in a flux. The world is trying to reestablish, recreate, reset. Everybody sees it. Almost everybody is talking about it. The Great Reset. But what everybody is missing is that the reset has to do with which God will rule over you. Will it be Creator God that you acknowledge as the one supreme deity whose words and commandments are clear for everyone to read? Or are you going to choose some other made-up, fanciful, fake God, one made of stone and wood, One who's just a mirage called Baal. Baal, the god of the Phoenicians. It is very clear that the leaders of America have chosen the wrong god. The United States Constitution is very clear that we are to serve and acknowledge Creator God who gave us our inalienable rights, some of these being life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. We are to serve and worship that God not Baal, not the God of death and destruction. There's a reason why 
large groups of people live in absolute darkness. Darkness of intellectual thought in the darkness of scientific hoopla. The reason is because they chose the wrong God. The true God leads to enlightenment, peace, joy, happiness, and love. The problem is we have chosen the wrong God model. We've decided it doesn't matter. Just pick one, anyone. Your truth, my truth, doesn't matter. Truth is relative. No bigger lie has ever been told. Truth is not relative. Truth is absolute. Get that through your head. Let that sink in. I'm done with the people who keep acting like truth is just whatever you want it to be. America was founded on Creator God. We are not a nation built on the shoulders of Zeus. We are not a nation built on the fires of Ashtaroth. Baal is not our God. It is time that we clean house. It's not enough to just choose whom you will serve. But once you've decided whom you will serve, you must clean house. The war is here. What side are you going to be on? Jesus the Christ said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. The words that I speak unto thee, they are spirit and they are life. There is no other way. The world does not give us a way out. You must choose. There is no easy way out. There is no easy path. There is no easy check this box, get out of free 
jail-free card. There is no such thing in life. Choices have consequences. Choose carefully. I am the Lord, and besides me there is no Savior. Read your Bible. Study the Word of God. Make it first in your life. Prioritize the truth over everything else. This is not a game. This is not a drill. Welcome to the real world. What side are you going to be on? Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. The end of all things is right around the corner. You have this moment to prepare. Don't waste it. Be blessed. Have a wonderful day. And remember, God loves you. You have been listening to The Dark Light. Thank you for joining us. Please like, subscribe, and tell your friends about The Dark Light Podcast. We would love to have you here each and every day to discover the light in the darkness.